Hey guys, before we start today's episode, I want to bring in our sponsor, RussHamer.com. He's basically offering his services as a personal philosopher for you, and um, he's offering philosophical counseling. And what philosophical counseling is, is Russ approaches life's problems with you with an open and critical mind. His uh, counseling focuses on using our rational abilities to critically evaluate the principles and concepts that shape our thoughts and beliefs. Uh, you can check him out at RussHamer.com. And what's really cool about it is he charges you based on uh, whatever you make a year, he takes, you know, like, so like if you only make a little bit of money, he only charges you a little bit of money, that kind of thing. So it's really cool, really fair pricing. Um, he teaches philosophy at Wright College. I've known him since college. Absolutely amazing guy. Philosophy has been his life since he's a kid. Again, check him out at RussHamer.com, your own personal life philosopher. And our music intro for today is uh, from Marshall Sinclair. I've known Marshall from high school and extremely talented uh, rapper and uh, musical artist. Uh, you can check him out at SinclairOO.com. Uh, our song we'll be playing is called William Martin in it. Um, really cool stuff if you like rap and like the the underground rap scene. It's pretty cool. And uh, real quick before we uh, go into our show with the wonderful Cheryl Texera, who's been on the show multiple times and she's got a wonderful recurring on Girl Meets World and a upcoming f horror film called Hoax with brian thompson <laughs> uh who i am mildly obsessed with um <laughs> she's awesome i'm so glad she came on the show again um but big thank you to our listeners who have donated on patreon seriously thank you so much um your monthly donations help cover uh, uh you know our basically recording expenses for the studio and if you love the podcast and you want to have it to be free, continue to have to be free without charging a dollar a month, $2 a month, whatever you feel is fair or you want to give or like a flat donation fee, we'd greatly appreciate it. Again, it goes strictly to recording fees to make sure that this show stays free for you guys so we can keep bringing on these awesome artists and actors. I can't express to you guys how much I thank you. Seriously, this, this whole podcast is for you guys. So much love. And without further ado, Cheryl Texan. <laughs> I dream big to my detriment My life is circle of samples I'm just trying to live without consequence Keep scales dipping like shampoo So excuse delusions of grandeur I sun and serve them like Samford And wait, wise men still move with gifts Like Donner, Blitzen, and Prancer If I fall, I'm gone in November So on God, I'm watching my temper But it's hard enough when they're dumb as fuck And they're basic marriage off gender I ball community center I ball third eye in the center That's hard work meets sight And that vision mixed with contender that Right swiping on Tinder Heard you like hype to my listeners Since we crash landed That man who stammers Has something to say about visitors Keep your mouth closed and don't say nothing Men without souls is out there hunting Seeking counsel for every household And keep accounts frozen You still fronting Taylor pieces and see polices And rest gets made And I see their courts But the judge absolves He know we ball You should see the chains at EA Sports Her baby boy Chase baby girl And Kendra Singh Gator warmer's heart Don't get it twisted Don't need to chip it And lean in and make things oh, fall oh, apart oh, oh. I ain't been home in a minute, cooking on a stove in a minute Nah, I ain't talking about crack, I'm just talking about raps And I push a little soul when I'm in it, little rock and roll when I'm in it Go on rock and show when I'm in it, get it, get it See if it's dope like kids, I'm like as the breeze I'ma think I'm really show when I'm in it, in it, in it I ain't been home in a minute, cooking on a stove in a minute Nah, I ain't talking about crack, I'm just talking about raps And I push a little soul when I'm in it, little rock and roll when I'm in it Go on rock and show when I'm in it, get it, get it. We are live with Cheryl Texera 
thanks for coming back on the show. Uh, thanks for having me. I know. This is like the fourth time I've introduced you, I think. <laughs> it's, you know what? Someone <laughs> heard it for the first time, though. And that's what's important. That's what's important. <laughs> we are live during the most viewed presidential debate, I heard. Yes. We have a tendency to podcast together during very heavily advertised and televised events. Do we really? Yes. Uh, we also did the Super Bowl one one time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and now we're doing uh, the debates. Oh, uh, well, I think that's a sign. Oh, what? A sign I, of? I, I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I, it would have been really great if I just yes-anded you and said something witty, but I didn't have anything, and I wanted to hear what you um, were thinking. I've been running a little slow lately from coming back from my trip for some reason. When did you get back? It's been about a week or so. Mm-hmm. I'm just still running slow. I okay. slept most of the day yesterday. Oh, honey, I've been back for like three weeks and all I've been doing is sleeping and eating. There's <laughs> something like whenever you get into the nap zone mm-hmm. and like, you know, you wake up, you eat and then you're like, oh, I think I can nap again. And then yeah. you're like watching, binge watching Netflix and they're like, yeah. I can sleep again. Good night. Yep. It's game over. I it just, is. I've been on my couch yeah. for a number of hours straight. Do you yeah. think your body is like telling you 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 need to heal or you need rest? Because I've read some articles about that, like certain types of artists or like athletes, they can go periods of time with very little sleep, like mm-hmm. weeks. And then but after that, they have to like just binge on sleeping and just resting and stuff like that. So it comes in waves. I don't know if that's like if it's like that for you. For me, I would say the first week, maybe the first week and a half. But now I'm just lazy. Now just it's, it's just straight up. <laughs> I and, and might be like borderlining depression now because after a shoot, you always kind of fall into that slump of like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Especially when you're on a crazy busy schedule where um, I, I don't know how your Chicago shoot was, but for mine, it was like it was six weeks of 14 hour days. We had off on the weekends, but typically wow. we would be doing um, we would be doing something social, either, you know, some sort of barbecue at someone's house because we were always on location. or some sort of press thing. There was always something to do. And now I'm back here and it's like, nobody needs me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So just to clarify, this was for Hoax, right? Yes. Oh, this was for the horror film Hoax. Yeah. Written and directed by Matt Allen. Matt Allen. Uh Uh, Co-written. So did you work with Brian Thompson? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a kind of a weird thing, but I saw him when I was a little kid on a very not... It, not everybody knows about this, but it's a vampire show called Kindred the Embraced. I love it. Do you know about mm-hmm. this? Do you know about this, Gabe? No, I wish Brian was here, though. Oh, my goodness. He would have a story. Oh, my gosh. I want to bring him on just to talk about that <laughs> you now. You should. It, it was the coolest show I've ever you, seen in my life. I would have 100%. Uh, I would have reached out to him 100%. I will reach out it to him. It was like 90s. Your <laughs> 90s feel to it in the oh best gosh. way possible. And it was about vampires. And you're just like, whoa. I love it. I was a little kid. I was like, these vampires are cool. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, man. He's great. He's, yeah, he's cool. He's great. With. He has so many stories. Yeah. Um, and what I love about him is that he's just always ready to share. Oh, yeah. nice. So, cool. yeah, he's really, he's really open about like, yeah, and it's hilarious. He's so funny. He was Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, mm-hmm. which was the first film I saw in theaters ever. Oh, man. Oh, man. I was in fifth grade, blown away. Is that really blown why away. you did the interview with me? To kind of coax me to get, Please. To get Brian on? <laughs> <laughs> you just needed to ask. <laughs> I thought Brian was coming with you. That's why we had this thing. I love it. Oh, oh I wish I knew. Um, 
No, it's just amazing. Like, and I'm sure you could attest to this with like the people you've worked with, like throughout your career, you know, some of them you've watched growing up. And so it's just, you're like, oh, wow, like this is such a cool thing. Like now I'm working with this person. Yeah. My two were Cloris Leachman and William H. Macy. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and honestly, I was a fool. I was a fool in front of Danny DeVito. I think because he <laughs> struck me the most. Yeah. Because like growing up, like, are you kidding? Like twins and like yeah. the taxi reruns like that was my that was just and I was the most uncomfortable with him <laughs> yeah the most yeah which by the way great job on All Was Sunny I'm j- I just started watching it oh, like uh, I, I've been wa- binge watched all the seasons so far on oh my gosh and I don't know why I've, I've been missing out on it oh yeah it's hilarious it really is like they improv I could tell a lot on the show they're brilliant my all right, my friend Dean Cameron did um, like an 80s episode mm. thing, an 80s ski episode or something. It was season 11, I think. On oh, the my show. goodness. I don't know if you've seen Mm-mm. that season yet. And he was telling me the way they work is they're constantly like throwing out ideas during shooting and stuff. So I don't know what, what your experience was like. My when- experience, uh, the because I, I've done the two episodes and the scenes that I was in, it was more, it was pretty tight. Yeah. Because it was really like to move the story, like this had to happen in order for the story to make sense by the end. But within the lines that we had. Um, this last episode that I was on, there was a lot of riffing. There yeah. was a lot. Yeah, the last. And I think that that was another reason why I really kind of, I went into my shell this last, I don't know why. Right. Um, but it was, they they were just so funny and so on top of it. And they're so in their element and in their zone, especially working together as long as they have. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's got to be, you've got to be well-trained as an actor then to keep up with them, it sounds like. And like. Yeah. Be well-versed in improv and stay in the moment and yeah. yeah. I would say with my with my experience like it it wasn't so much the improv it was more of it, but it was at the same time because of how odd I was. But <laughs> but it's also knowing your place. Yeah. I think in a show like that because it was kind of the same uh with Parks and Rec. When I did that, they would riff, but you really need to know if you as the actor are supposed to, mm. even if you're great at it, like they might have their rhythm, but they're they're still expecting you to stay on your lines in order for their lines to still bounce off of each other and make sense for the script and the story. Does that mm, make sense? Yeah. 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 That something I experienced of really like being present in the moment mm-hmm. is you know, in this shoot in Chicago as well, um, and just being more comfortable in my s- skin and just being just ready to work. You know, yeah. like I'd worked uh, previously in Chicago earlier this year and on on a pilot, and there was a lot of excitement that went with it, right? Yeah. For this time around, it was very different. It was more just being ready to work. I just want to. I want to work now. Like, it's great. Traveling is fun, whatever. But no, this is time for work. Totally. And it was just a very different experience. Uh, Now, with Hoax, you were saying you had long hours and you were doing. Yeah, but I I kind of want to. I just kind of. You touched on it. So I'm like, drive it home. Like, what are you talking about? What what was so different compared to when you were early, earlier this year when you worked versus now? What was so different? Well, I primarily. I mean, I, w- I felt like I was doing good work the mm-hmm. first time around, but this time it was just more of a, I'm just more present. And I don't know how to explain that other than the sense of like, do you meditate at all? Mm-hmm. So you have those moments where you're really aware, mm-hmm. like I'm breathing in, out. And that's the only thing like that matters. Like that's the only thing that exists right now in my mind. And that's what it was like shooting 
in like the courtroom scenes or like the action sequences that we had, I was just really present in the moment. Like no matter what else was going on outside of my life, it was like, no, this is the moment that matters. Yeah. And it was much easier to get there for a variety of reasons. Maybe I was meditating more. I was doing more yoga at the time or whatever, you know, totally. Um, I was more closely connected to the character, perhaps. I don't know what it was, you know, it's precisely, yeah. but maybe all those things played a part in it. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's a show. That, <laughs> well, <laughs> did no. it make the days go by easier for you by being so present or were you more drained at the end of the day? I've, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, I was going to say when I, uh, I go back and forth, but sometimes when I am that present, when I get home, I notice I'm also more tired because I was so in the moment and all of my focus ah. and energy. Mm. But um, but yeah. I've had a different experience. Interesting. There were some scenes where I am in the scene, but I don't have any lines. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, there's a bunch of courtroom scenes or whatever. And so I'm in the courtroom, but I'm not saying anything. Okay. And there would be like 12, 13, 14 hour days where – or a day where I didn't have any lines. And I yeah. would just – be have to be present and you know react like be with that and those were the most tiring days the most tiring i i left going yes oh my gosh i am exhausted and then there were other days where i had lines yes. the whole day and, and it's I totally different yeah i was fine i was like i did i was tired but nothing like those days yes i it's know the weirdest thing right yep. uh, yes a hundred percent. It's so funny. I, I just did this. Uh, it's it, it's a short. It's actually a spoof on Star Wars. Mm. Um, and it's my my friend plays Luke Skywalker, and I am interviewing him. Yeah. And he and it's basic. Uh, it's kind of like a riff on his stand up bit that he has with this. So a lot of it was like him doing a stand up, which was like his monologue. Yeah. And I really wanted to be present and be there for him, but I noticed like we hit lunch, and I was like, I am ready to take a nap. It's because you're putting so much energy out for like you you want to give the mm -hmm. other person so much of your energy. But right. The words in a weird way, in my experience, like I've literally been told that I hide behind words because mm. you can almost um, you can conserve your energy because you're putting out a different energy. You're putting oh, out a verbal energy. So you're oh. conserving yeah. Interesting. Isn't that very a, interesting? Yeah. But that's so fun. That's so funny. I just had that experience like yesterday or the day before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That sparked something then in me uh, while you were saying that um, maybe why I was more present. Uh, I was having a, an acting meeting with my friend uh, Josh Adams, Isaiah Adams. Mm -hmm. He was been on the show before. And I was telling him about this MMA uh, like trainer, like coach. And he was saying how like 90% of a fighter's training at this level should be just stamina, just mm -hmm. endurance training. 10% should be technique. The rest of it should just be like, how long can you last? Because at that point, you should know how to throw a kick. You should know how to throw a punch. You should know how to throw an elbow and, and throw somebody down, all the technique stuff. It should be how long you can last at yeah. that point. And so I was like, okay, how can... This is a really interesting perspective on fighting. How can I take that towards acting in a way? Yeah. So I'm thinking less hmm. and just reacting, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense at all. Like totally. I, I've been acting now for over 15 years. So it's like, okay, I got it down. Like if I know my objective, I know what to do and how to react if right. I want it bad enough, you know, yeah. and then how are the stakes high enough? So just being really present and trusting that, my reaction 
is I'm not trying to do a good or a bad reaction or the right and wrong reaction. It's just the reaction. Right. If that makes any sense at all. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. This is really too- learning. It's such a learning process. I feel like now I'm starting to. Oh, and you're just totally in it just to be like, what else can I learn? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I was telling Josh just the other night, like now I'm actually feel like I've started to really get an understanding of what it is to act. I may I say something, please. I think there's also a part of you that you love to intellectualize things. Mm. So you're removing yourself in a sense to observe the whole thing and really dissect because you you're a great actor. You know how to act. You you. It's almost like the technique is. It's not even a. It, it's you. It's not even a thought for you anymore because it doesn't need to be because you naturally know your instincts and know what to trust and, and right. you're always present in scenes. That it's almost like sometimes it's really nice to be like, great, I know all of that. What else? Mm. What else can I? Maybe it's almost like taking yourself out of it and just observing from a completely outsider's point of view. Yeah, the there, there's a spontaneity to just not thinking about it too much either. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like yeah. those little acting surprises that happen, of course, which are pretty cool. Yeah, I've, I've also caught myself when I'm kind of just not not. Totally. Um, when I'm like, oh, I'm just reacting. I'm not even on camera where I'm just like, I just completely zoned out. I should check back in. I'm not being a great scene partner. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's bad. But what you're saying is, have you thought of directing? Because everything that you're learning really could apply to a great director. I, I, lo- I love directing. I've done a little bit, but it's definitely something like... It's it's on the side for now. If that okay. makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do more with acting for right now. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, I'm I'm kind of selfish in that stance where if I'm gonna be directing something, I also want to be You wanna be in acting. it. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I get why Ben Affleck does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's gotta be such a tough job. Like I wanna watch Argo again because I remember watching going Holy crap. This guy not only acted pretty well in it, you know. That was such a good movie. But the directing of it was Mm -hmm. so good because you knew already what was going to happen. You knew the ending. But that he still was able to build tension Mm -hmm. towards that. And I'm like, holy shit. That's really good, man. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. I want to get back to Hoax real quick. Sorry. Get back Um, to Hoax. No, I just those long hours. Isn't there something amazing about working outside of LA and like traveling for work? Nothing, not that there's anything wrong with LA. LA is wonderful to work in, but whenever you get to travel for work, it's a whole different experience. Oh my God, it's like candy. Mm. I get so excited. Well, I, this, what was really special for me with this was this was my first, I I think, I think it is, I'm pretty sure it is, my first online, um, uh, on location shoot that's Mm. outside of, Los Angeles, where I did have to mm. travel. Um, like I've traveled for projects before, um, but this was my first one where I actually left for six weeks and was in a cabin, you know, yeah. on location in the woods, oh. in the mountains, 10,000 oh feet up, man. Yeah. Do you have any pictures on Instagram that you've posted? Oh, my goodness. I Yeah, I have okay. a ton. Yeah. I'm going to s- creep on you for a little bit after the show. So. Creep on me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was great. And it was beautiful. Like every every um, day was like a new set where it was just 
stunning and the scenery was gorgeous. We wow. we filmed in American Basin. Um we filmed at um we filmed at this guy's ranch essentially where he owns I don't even know how many acres of property. Um and we would just like a drive up, you know, and it was stunning and amazing. Ugh. It's gonna be I, I keep saying it's gonna be the most beautiful horror film you'll ever see. <laughs> <laughs> That's how gorgeous it is. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm really excited for that. Oh yeah! And congrats yeah, yeah. as well to Girl Meets World. Thank you. Yeah, it's what's what's a wonderful feeling when people bring you back to a show and oh my god, yeah. And I'm in love with them. Yeah. I love them. And Why? It's it just because they're amazing. They're yeah. such a family. I say it all the time. I sound like a broken record. I know that. Mm. Um, but it is such a great job mm-hmm. and then the fact that I get to be around people who are wonderful and nice and funny and sweet it's it's such a treat it really is so right. yeah and right now um, we're in season three my character just got married to Ryder Strong's character which was awesome um, and and uh, and we're hoping that we get a season four knock on wood fingers I hope so crossed too. yeah absolutely and it's on the Netflix, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if season three is on Netflix, but I know the first two seasons first are two seasons. on Netflix. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. You can check it out. Yeah. And then if, you know, if if you miss anything, you know, the Disney Channel does reruns all the time. Or right. you could get it on uh, Disney On Demand. That's awesome. Ooh. Now, you've – I remember we talked about this a while ago, but we've had some listeners who are starting to get to that point in their career where they're getting recurring roles and they're getting – That's bigger. great. Yeah. And um, this was your first time you've hired a PR company. Right. Yes. Uh, was it my first time? Ta- no, it was my second. second it was my time, se- okay. my first time I hired. It was a very tiny PR company. Okay. Yeah. So can you walk us a little bit with your experience with this time around? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, what to people? The questions like what like, to expect. Yeah, what to expect and what your realistic expectations should be as an actor. Okay. Like, obviously. Don't expect to go on Conan the very first time you're <laughs> right? <laughs> right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, so basically, uh, they reached out to me because they rep one of the people on the show, mm-hmm. um, and I had this storyline of the wedding coming up, so it was just it really worked out well. Unfortunately, I only got to work with them for a very short time because I was flying out to Colorado. So right. there's a lot of there's a lot of in person press that I probably could have gotten had I had I been able to work with them a little bit longer yeah. and been in town. Yeah. Um but seeing that that wasn't the case, um I it was uh, it was a short little stint, but um it was lovely and they got some really great online outlets to interview great. me and um yeah, and there there was uh, a bit of plugging not only of Girl Meets World but also of the web series Confessions of which was awesome and I I love sharing information about that um so yeah do you think it's important for the actor to (laughs) i had to do this after the first couple times when they're like so tell us a little bit about the show or tell us about your character i was like yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) i've played this person like you know a long time now like why can't i just talk about it isn't that so funny that happened to me so so i've been I've been lucky in the sense that people have reached out to me for interviews Mm -hmm. and for like some, some, uh, you know, either radio shows or something that simply were fans of the show and liked my character and wanted to interview me. So that I had, I had like my, my, uh, riff, Mm. uh, 
once working with the PR company. But prior to that, totally. I I still like I don't even there's like one interview that I can't even listen to that afterwards I <laughs> I said I'm like I need to take a shot before any interviews from now on cuz I I got so anxious yeah. when he was like so tell us about your character and I was like I don't you know <laughs> just you know the character you watch you watch the show and I like could not formulate a sentence oh that gosh. made sense yeah. as to what her character was um but now I've got it down <laughs> I've got it down. <laughs> the, the, I know that feeling. And yeah. there's nothing worse for as an actor going, oh, my God. Like, I look like an idiot right now. Right. Or you feel like that at least. Right. Um, I've been to events before and people have asked me, like, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I'm here for the event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're like, I'm here. My, my publicist got me in. <laughs> That's why. So I came. If they so get me in somewhere, I'm going to come. <laughs> it's like. Like, tell us a little bit about the organization. Well, well, you guys know. You, like, you like, know. You just want oh, little bites for your YouTube video. I know. Can we ask, like, a? some of them are good, and they ask, like, a really interesting question. Yeah. And you can, like, talk off that. Yeah. And that but some people, I'm like, oh, this is really hard to talk about over yeah. and over again. And, like, I'm hearing the person they just interviewed. Yeah. Say the same thing. They ask me the same thing. And the person who just, they're, they're all saying the same thing. Yeah, and the it's other so thing weird. Is the, the two two things that I've really walked away with um, in my experience is one, don't expect anybody to hold your hand because I yeah. I felt like you know someone will be like, all right, let's just do a quick rundown, some some interview questions, and make sure that you've got it all covered. That is not nobody's got the time for that. No, <laughs> um, come up with your own questions that you think people might ask. Ask yourself, interview with yourself, mm. and make sure that you, you know, aren't bumbling or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then um, I completely forgot the other one. So, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, the other one is treat every interview as if it's the first time that you're being interviewed because – I recently – go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to – what does that mean exactly? Not the first time that you're being interviewed, but the first time that you're getting the questions. Be as excited as uh. you were the first time that you got to speak about it because I watched – I'm blanking on the actress's name, but she was promoting some book and yeah. I went from – I don't even think I changed the channel. I think I literally had the channel on at 7 and she was on a morning program at 7 and then at 7.30 she was on that that – same networks and next program, same exact questions. But <laughs> if I happened to shut it off, I would have seen one of them and not the other one or vice versa. And she had the same gusto. And I was like, get it, girl. <laughs> That's really good tip. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you can get kind of as an actor, like almost bored talking about oh my God. the character after the what, 30th time. And we've seen it happen. I yeah. feel like sometimes we, you you see some, like some actors do get tired and it's like, oh, this is so boring. Like, give me some new questions. And it's kind of like, well, their readers want to hear these questions and they're not looking at right. 50 other. But, you know, then again, I'm also not Julia Roberts and I don't know how many times she's been asked the same question right. over and over and over again. It's, um. it's sometimes <laughs> funny to watch like YouTube um like uh, red carpet like interviews and one of the f best people to watch is Tommy Lee Jones 
Really? Like, or, or actors who have been in the business for a long time and they just don't care. They'll oh, just they like, don't care. They'll be like, yeah, this is what it is. And all right, you good? And yeah. Like, I feel so bad for the interviewers. I know. Like, oh, man. They're like so nervous. Like, totally. Especially because like that interviewer is like, please give me good tape. <laughs> really? I want to get hired again. <laughs> That'd be a funny character to do. Like somebody who's trying to be a journalist in LA. Totally. That's a, a fun. It's a fun bit. Listeners get, get on it. We'd like to see that. YouTube we'd like to see it so <laughs> I didn't even realize this is the Facebook live I've been yeah. I've had the back of my head the whole time sorry about that oh I've no got, it's, I've it's got a- another camera over here that I've been paying attention to go ahead Gabe how many cameras do we have on right now it's just the one we have three We've, we have yeah. two but but the Facebook live if people are Tuning right. in. They're tuning in. It's live. a little like, come on, Cheryl. They, they get they get, get with the program. No, they. It's <laughs> I love doing the Facebook Live stuff, and it's really changed the way people are communicating now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these um, Facebook, I don't want to say stars, but people with a huge following on Facebook now. I mean, they're garnishing like tens of thousands of views on Facebook, and they don't need to go upload anything to YouTube anymore. Oh, you know, that's they're great. strictly moving to the Facebook Live feed, which I think is cool too. I've been I've periscoped since our podcast on periscoping. Oh, you are you still periscoping? I've pe- what, should I not anymore? No, no, really <laughs> no. I was just <laughs> is that really what I just learned I, today? I've, I've I've moved to Facebook Live. <laughs> So you were periscoping. I was. And, and now no longer. Because Facebook Live just makes it a lot easier, if that makes it any sense. How so? It's all in one place. But, I don't need a separate account. But with Periscope, it still deletes the video quickly enough, doesn't it? Nope. Keeps it now. Oh, that's awful. I thought it was delete. No. <laughs> I don't want people. Wa- no. I, so I have to delete them? I got to get rid of some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what are you periscoping, Cheryl? No, it's just like, you know, like when you're in the moment and you're like, oh, I'll just kind of like, let's let's chit chat. And I love periscoping. Uh. And I love, I love the fans that like tune in and ask questions and chat with me. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. I love it. So can you do that on Facebook? Yeah, absolutely. There's you, like a little, you know, the, you see their comments You do below. see their comments. Yeah, and they give you like reactions. How, and, so if you had your camera the other way, you'd be seeing their questions right. popping. <gasps> Oh Absolutely. My God, Facebook Live. And they and they don't just give you hearts, they can give you reactions. Like Ooh. different types of uh, Like they're angry. Yeah, like sad about something. I love it. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I missed you, Cheryl. I missed you too. Wasn't that an, a great event that we went to earlier this year? <laughs> the actors' green room, I believe it's called. It was. Everyone was really very passionate and very into it and I loved it. Very so. And I still laugh whenever <laughs> I'll say it. I think I've brought it up on the show before. Have you? Because I'm. I don't think you have. I've, have gonna, you? I'm gonna bring it up now. I guess. Well, let's put a disclaimer. We love the actors' green room. Absolutely. And we love everyone attached to it. There was just one funny moment in their LA meetup that we happened to go to, which is, was incredibly awkward, and we love awkward humor. Yeah. And <laughs> by the way, I, I. Yeah. Yes. Everything you said, love it. But I have to say the story. So oh. it was a live feed. <laughs> with their New York uh, yep. meetup. Mm-hmm. So it was like LA group Skyping with the New York group and the, the the leader of the LA or the New York group was talking via Skype to the LA group and there was a communication error and like it was like cu- cutting in and out. It was like, we said my, they, and we are so ex- and, <laughs> and the secret is yes, yes. to... <laughs> 
forever and then but, like it's like, wait for it so okay and then like i'm like oh man like i really wish i could he- understand what she's saying yeah and i look over and there's like a few people like nodding their head like they're like they're able to hear god this bless them and it was such an uh, awkward moment and i love moments like that i started <laughs> laughing like shaking in my seat and you you were laughing with me i'm like crying <laughs> crying was, at the moment. Oh. It was one of those it was one of those moments where you know how ridiculous this is. Like yeah. someone easily I know that they didn't want to, but all it would have taken is like, "All right, this isn't working out. We're going to try. We're going to figure this out on the side and we're going to continue our our live demonstration yeah. here." And that wasn't happening and and yeah, we looked around a room where it's like you nobody wanted to acknowledge what was actually happening. So you just had a lot of people like yeah, That's like funny. nodding. Yeah, yeah, I totally get and what I'm you're like, saying. And oh, like, so oh, do you? Stop it. Do you get what she's saying? Because I don't. Nobody I can't hear her. Knows what's happening. <laughs> there was a guy. Um, I went on a Mediterranean family cruise with my brothers and my mom and dad Mm. and we were taking tours in different cities and one of them was in italy and we were taking a tour through this town and we went through this shop owner who made these like really intricate wooden boxes and um god bless him i feel really bad to the day what happened and i oh no he had a very unique English accent because he was trying to talk in English and he would pronounce words like overly pronounce them. So like he would say polyester, like I'm not even like exaggerating like yeah. that strongly. And I, I was like, I, it just hit me in my, 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 my giggle bone. I'm going to say that and I start laughing and I'm like shake and I'm trying to keep it undercover. And my mom's next to me and she keeps like hitting no. me and that's making me laugh uncontrollably oh. and my brothers are there and they're laughing too oh and you're my a God. nice person i'm a nice person you're like i don't i you simply find the situation funny you're not mocking the man no but you're simply yeah and because like mm-hmm. i shouldn't be laughing i'm laughing even more of course and i feel that creep up on me in, on set sometimes how do you do at funerals Oh, well, that was dark. <laughs> <laughs> My mind to be like, sad, you know, it's all good. How we did... get silly. But funerals is really where I'm curious. I've How only, do you do? I've you only Sam? been to two funerals. Okay. Isn't that weird? Um. So you've been very blessed. Yeah. A lot of people have. I don't think I, yeah, it was very somber. I don't think I, yeah. <laughs> like, well, do you laugh wait. at funerals? Is that why you asked? No, oh. <laughs> um, but, but people who, ha- who, who tend to giggle at inappropriate uh, times. Like, oh, I mean, I feel like that's kind now of... Now the next time I'm at a funeral... You're going to think of this moment. <laughs> you're going to be like, damn it, Cheryl. <laughs> so we haven't seen each other since uh, since the uh, green room, uh, the actor's green room. Really? I thought that we saw each other after that. We did. We? did. We yeah, did? once or twice we saw each other after that. I feel okay. like it's... But it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um. For you, this mm-hmm. year has been a really interesting year in terms of growth and my perspective on time. Usually, I felt like it would the la- like three months. These last three months felt like a year for some reason. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how it's been for you and what type of growth you feel you've had throughout the year. Well, I'm curious to hear yours first. What do you mean? I don't know. How has your growth? How was? How has your year been? It's been 
time, first of all, has been moving at a really weird pace. For really? Me. Fast? Yeah. Slow? Slow. Really? Like That's the last great. three months. But then when I really sit down and think about it, I'm like, oh, it's only been three months, but it felt like much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of growth, I feel like being present in the moment is really, I'm I'm starting to do that much more often. Mm-hmm. Just really, whether it's a good or bad moment, just kind of soaking in it. I love that. Um, so yeah, and it's allowing me to soak up more information doing that. Yeah. Especially in acting. Interesting. Very interesting. And I can't articulate it very well. And I know that for a podcast, of course, that's wonderfully, that's wonderful not being able to <laughs> articulate like, your Great. feelings. <laughs> no, but. <clears throat> we can see this. I've been reading too much face. Buddhism. I think so. Maybe can that's it. Can you read too much Buddhism? I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's it. And I'm just reading a lot about like meditation and being present and focusing on one thing at a time yeah um whether it's a good or bad situation so yeah that's what where i've been hmm yeah i don't know this i will say this year has been it's been less about um i feel like career lessons for me and Mm -hmm. a lot been about life lessons i think i think i've learned um I think I I think God's really been teaching me quite a bit about life and relationships mm-hmm. and you know people and stuff. That's great because as an actor you have to mm-hmm. know about life. Yes. As a human being. You do. <laughs> and in your career you need to know um how to work with different people and and whatnot. That's for sure. Very yeah. true. Yeah. So very it's, very true. Yeah. So that's what I've been Now do you find yourself um do you collab you, you collaborate with mm-hmm. other people quite often? I love collaborating. How do you when you butt heads with somebody, let's say you have conflicting views, mm-hmm. how do you usually go about overcoming that or solving a problem with somebody you have totally conflicting views with? I think it depends on the project mm-hmm. and my role in it. Um you know, cuz if it say I was on confessions and I just wasn't um you know, like it, if it's my own project and I'm not getting along with the person, I don't really see me working with them very, very much longer. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, because because there there does come a point where it's like if um, that's but I think that that's a lot of people uh, when it comes to the, I'm think oh I'm thinking of a very specific situation. It was um, someone not an actor mm-hmm. who's on the other side of the. Other side of the table um, on the last uh, series that we were doing, and there the way that they worked was rather unprofessional. Mm. And I got a couple—I um, don't know if complaints would be the right word or you yeah. know sideways comments about it. And I was aware of it, and I personally experienced it. And then it just worked out that um, we had another day to shoot, and. They had blocked out time and then they um, and then out of nowhere, they were like, oh, well, I'll be there for half of it. And I'm like, that's not how I work. <laughs> like, oh, I wow. booked you for the full day. And they were like, yeah, no, but then you could get this other person. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to find my own person. Mm-hmm. This isn't working anyway. So so in that type of situation, there does come a point where you as a business person have to step up and make some tough decisions. Right. Um. But when it comes to uh, like fellow actors, I think it's you, it it depends if there comes a point where 
it you feel like you have to voice up and you have to stand your ground and you have to say something um say it as eloquently and um you know uh as calmly as you can yeah but yeah i i don't you know feel like i'm i'm rambling now no no i'm totally engaged in what you're saying i, I mean I, have you experienced that where you've had i feel like it's been a really long time where i've personally dealt with a, like an actor confrontation um but but when there has been a situation it's the, as as calmly as possible because at the end of the day mm -hmm. if it's not my project and it's right. someone else's it's like there's a higher power <laughs> right i think absolutely really refer to right um <laughs> I think that's why it's important, like on a set or on a project, that hierarchy is really important in terms of like yeah. who's in charge and whose vision it is. I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, I think just to call across the board, I think just being open to communicate. Mm -hmm. And it's sometimes hard to put like feelings aside, especially in like- uh, Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially like whenever like y you know the person, mm -hmm. I feel like. But uh, communication, I think is key. Being yeah. very open, making sure that's always clear and concise. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've worked on past projects before, like where I know I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should have voiced myself maybe better. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'll just, I, I got to learn from this experience and then do better next time. Like, that's yeah. the only thing I can do at this point, you know, like reflecting back on it. And I think usually it takes a little bit of time being away from the project. That's interesting. Yeah. For me, anyway. Away from the project that had the issue. Yeah, after mm -hmm. you've, let's say you've separated ways with it and yeah. you had problems with like another actor on board or a producer or director yeah. or whatever, um, then giving that time away from that and yeah. then coming back to it and being like, okay, what could I have done better? Right. I think coming back with that clear mind is usually. I think, well, the, it's so interesting that you bring that up. Um, I, that's why I really feel like this year was about lessons and finding my voice yeah, yeah. in how to speak up for myself because <laughs> not only, I mean, Girl Meets World is like such a wonderful job that I'm just happy to show up to set every single day. Mm -hmm. Um and so it's like you you can tend to and I noticed myself that um, I, I I won't um, it's not that I won't say anything typically there's nothing to say but that's a very dangerous uh, position to find yourself falling into when you start working on other projects we're speaking up for yourself um, when it comes to something as simple um, something as simple as either like conditions that you're in if you're right. if you're uncomfortable as a person like you need to be worried about your safety yeah. um, you need to be concerned about that because oh, yeah. people aren't necessarily looking at that and if uh, myself I tend to have and this is something I, I know I need to be very aware of and not only work on but implement um i have i'm happy to have a job yeah like i'm happy to just like happy to show up to set man yeah, yeah um that if you are placed in a dangerous situation you need to actually say something like you know what this probably is not going to turn out too well for x amount of reasons let me speak up right now and mm. i think a lot of it is um it's never what you say it's how you say it right yeah i think I'll, and i noticed it yeah a lot. You can ask for a lot, but you need to ask for it in the right way. Yes. Um, especially I've noticed where if you need something like on set mm -hmm. in terms of like 
for some reason, I'm almost shy about my hair. Like whenever the hair person's working on my hair. Mm. And this time around, I wasn't as shy. Oh, good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I just, because I, I don't want to, I don't want to be disrespectful. You like, don't want to be disrespectful. I'm like, can I just put, put, do it myself? Like I can yes. just, yeah. So sometimes I'm like, ah, let me just, oh, I got honey, it. hundred percent. Yeah. Hair, so just, makeup, wardrobe with me. Mm, yeah. I'm going to, because I feel like there is that it's it's a respect where it's like you're a professional. I'm a professional. I wouldn't want you to tell me how to say my lines. So I yeah. trust that you you're doing everything that you know how to make this look great. And I would say ninety like nine nine out of ten times like that makeup person is going to do a much better job than what I can do right, <laughs> in, right, right. in my own room. But sometimes you they may not. It could be mm. a newer person. They could still be you know training yeah. for all you you know whatever it is um but yeah if you don't feel comfortable at the end of the day you are going to right right camera. right yeah especially like uh just as an example i know it's something small but i'm like oh i've got a little blemish right like on my neck can we yeah. cover that up like mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah sure of course and it's like right but they aren't going to notice it if you don't point it out right yeah right um so it's just a little, I think, I, yeah, I totally dig what you're saying. Yeah. It's always, it's always so comfortable to talk with you, Cheryl. Yay. It really is. You too, man. Um, this, this time around, in terms of when we were talking about, like, you know, a lot of, uh, you're learning um, a lot of life lessons, um, personal lessons, you said. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important to always remember as an actor, too, like, there is a uh, life outside of the acting business, and we've, we've mentioned it a lot of times before. Yeah. But um, not holding so much weight what happens to you in the business, and if something if somebody says something to you, whether it's your uh, casting director or your agent, you know, your value isn't necessarily. Um, I don't want to say based off them. Uh, you, your your value isn't necessarily anchored with them. You know what I mean? At all. Yeah. Um, they Especially might be giving when you... it's one person's opinion. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. um, it's important to take advice and be open to that, but right. don't like if somebody was critical of your performance, you know what I mean? Like right. I'm not going to mention any names, but there was a, a, somebody, an actor friend just told me recently where a casting associate in the room was filming them for their audition. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm going to go, do you, I'm, I'm going to go a different route with this character because I feel like that's where I'm. Yeah. And in retrospect, he, he wishes he just would have done it that way and to start off like, hey, this is my, you know, just he just would have, instead of asking for instead permission. Of, oh, instead of asking for permission. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And so the casting associate was like, uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's just do it that way. And then whenever they were, his manager asked for f feedback. Yeah. It was the casting director who responded saying, yeah, they were, he wasn't just, he was too like contained. He wasn't like big enough for the role. Like, oh, uh, and it's like, well, that's what the casting is. You know what I mean? Right. There could have been a redirect. You could have just redirected him being like, okay, that's great. Absolutely. Here, but We know we're looking for this now. Yeah. Absolutely. But, of course, the CD doesn't wasn't there in the room. And then right. the manager thinks the CD was in the room. <clears throat> and maybe he had given direction. So the manager relays the information to the other actor saying, hey, maybe you should get acting classes. And so then that's where the Oof. actor is like, uh, he didn't say it just like that. But, like, yeah. maybe you should, you know, like, just to get back into the gym or whatever totally. they say. But then as an actor, you're like, oh, crap. I, I, why I I thought I thought I was doing good work in there, right. and it's just this, this simple little thing like that could really weigh heavily on an actor. And it's important to really look at the scenario and realize right. that hey, if you're doing all the right things, right, like don't hold weight on something on a situation like that. But then of course there is the other side to it. Is like a lot of people lie to themselves and think that they are doing good work when right. when they need to take acting classes. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true too. And there there is a balance. 
Yeah. I, it's, it's kind of there's always the, being able to have an outside opinion and view of yourself and mm-hmm. your work is the healthiest way to go about particularly to go about life but particularly this business yeah like i know i know when i'm off my game i i a couple months ago went on an awful awful audition because i hadn't been in an audition in a while and i was like oh this is great and i hadn't done drama in a Mm. while and i just really was milking these four lines taking incredibly dramatic pauses in between them and i was like in the middle of performing i was like what are you doing Let's go. But all it would have taken was someone to be like, let's do it again. Let's pace it up. And I would have been fine. Right. But they were like, I don't know what that was, but you got to (laughs) go. So I've also, I mean, you know, we all have, we all have a gazillion of them. But it's funny because speaking of your friend shouldn't have asked for permission. I actually, I, I understand both sides of the coin because there was one time where I went in for this show and they wanted an East Coast, uh, they wanted an East Coast accent. They were like, that's this character. And I read it and I was like, well, I could kill it with a Southern accent. Right. I know this character from the South, upwards, sideways, downwards, everything. Um, so I didn't ask for permission. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to kill it. They're going to see my vision. They're going to love it. And it's going to be great. And I think I maybe got three lines in before the casting director was like, stop it. Stop. What are you doing? Oh, my it's gosh. It's an East Coast act. Do East Coast. Uh. Aren't, you, aren't you from New York? I was like, I am. I just, I had an idea. Well, no. We're do no. And I don't even know what happened because then it's like, I'm from New York and I couldn't even find the New York accent at that point because I was like, you didn't let me get to the good part because it was like this tiny little monologue oh. where, you know, my twang would really <laughs> We Sam and they didn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> was she that aggressive or he was she, he, she, she was pretty aggressive oh it was I didn't even get through my third line if I got that far wow and it was like in my face yeah I do oh yeah. my goodness oh I remember it <laughs> <laughs> oh man so you know Man, no, you've never story. done that? You've never been like, you think you want Eastern European, but I'm going to show you what you actually want. <laughs> I've done this. This has happened for me before. I'll, there's producers in the room, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, they say a line, and I'm like, I've never heard that line before in my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like... Are we on the same copy? <laughs> so I'll just say my line, and I see it in the casting no. director's face. They're like, oh, you got the old sides, didn't you? I'm like, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Somebody gave me the old sides. So you're not even at that point. There are so many things going uh, through your mind. You're like, I'm not even listening. They're thinking. No, this, <laughs> this happened years ago. And of course, I'm like, oh, well, I'm fucked up. You know, like, it's, it's done. It's done. Why am I even here anymore? And, and that's such that a bad attitude. Like, even though your line made no sense to come off of their line, you're like, I'm going to stick with it. Yes. Whatever you say, I know my cue. Right? <laughs> right? I know my lines. <laughs> I went in there and I just was doing a cold read and it wasn't that good. And I was like, ah, man. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, bye, guys. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Let me tell you, everybody after you, the first thing that they heard when they walked in, do you have the new signs? Oh, they yeah. start with this? Great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cheryl, thanks for coming in. 
Hey, man, thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll have to do this more often. This was awesome. Absolutely. Oh, my um, goodness. Girl Meets World. Yes. Disney On Demand. It's also on Fridays at 8.30 on Disney. Absolutely. And Hoax comes out, it said 2018? Or 2017? 2017. It's coming okay. out. Yeah, they're 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 already jumping on it. Brian Thompson, I thought you'd come here tonight. That's the whole reason we invited Cheryl. Brian. I was misled. Don't you worry, Brian. I'll be reaching out to you. I want to talk about Kindred the Embraced and Moral Combat Annihilation. Those oh two God. things only. You're hilarious. I loved Kendrick the Embrace. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I have to hit up Brian and say, listen to the first five minutes of this episode and the last five minutes. It's basically a plea for you to come on Actors Anonymous. He was so cool. I remember watching him like, that guy's cool. He is cool. Like, just a cool guy. Especially in Mortal Kombat. I was in fifth grade. I was like, that's Shao Kahn. Kick your ass. (laughs) Oh my God, you're hilarious. Um, yeah, if people want to find you on the Twitter. Yeah, uh, at Cheryl Texera. I'm also on Instagram now, which is very exciting, yes. at Cheryl.Texera. Awesome. Always yeah. a pleasure having you on. Uh, big thanks uh, before we go to our Patreon uh, donators. Really, I can't express this enough. Thank you for donating to the show. And if you want to keep, if you guys, other listeners, if you want to keep the show free, um, feel free to donate $1 a month or $2 Ooh. or $3 a month. It's really not that much. It's a I cup of coffee. That. Um, and it helps just pay for literally uh, expenses of recording. That's all it goes to. How it's that nothing goes in my pocket. It literally just makes sure we can keep giving you these what cool website? podcasts. Uh, Patreon and Actors Patreon? Anonymous podcast. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Absolutely. And um, big thanks to our sponsor, Russ Hamer, your personal philosopher. This is a new thing that I thought was really cool. He's a he's a, teaches philosophy at Wright College, and for like depending on how much you make a year. He can offer services like um, as your personal philosopher. So if you're having a problem of some sort, you can Skype with him or have a phone call with him and he can talk you with it through critical thinking and reason. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And he's totally certified by the APPA. So it's totally legit. He's an awesome guy. Philosophy has been his life since I've known him and since he was a kid. So absolutely cool guy. RussHamer.com. And our Music today, again, from the intro is from Marshall Sinclair. You can check him out at SinclairOO.com. And thank you again to our listeners. Always remember to listen, think, and then talk.